Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 167. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by Ryan Sinitsky. Hello, sir. Hey, that's me. And hi. Jana, hi. Hi. So we are once again doing virtual, and that's not actually because we want to this time, but it's because, again, on poor planning with me, I planned a trip in the middle of a podcast recording, and we're actually doing it a day late on my account, too, so... I am in the middle of McKinney, Texas, in a bedroom at one of my best friend's house, and you guys, are, it looks like they're both at Ryan's place. It looks like Jana's internet. She just Facebook messaged me my internet, and that's it. Oh, that's a bummer. Well, I guess we will have a static image of Jana until she comes back, but <laughs> either way, um, yeah, that, that's the deal we're doing. Like I said, we're doing virtual, at least for today, and then maybe we'll get back in the studio when I get back in town for another one, but... Anyhow, that's oh, the deal. Still doing virtual right now. She's back. Okay, there she is. Yep, I, I'm using Hi, my phone as a hotspot because apparently whenever I try to do anything on the internet, my computer decides my internet named after my dog is also dead. So. Perfect. Well, I'm on yeah, yeah. gigabit fiber now. with brand new Ubiquiti hardware here, so it's doing really great. I am um, drinking a beer that Jana actually found. What is it? It is called Supra Deluxe. It is oh, everything I love. Dank. It's named after one of my favorite cars. I like that typeface. Yeah, it's a pretty rad beer. It's from Modest Brewing, so it's a lager. Uh, is it I modest or modest? Modest. Modest. It is modest? Okay. I heard somebody say it wrong one time, and I'm just like, huh, that could be. Maybe You're like, you know what? It, it might be that. You know what? Maybe know. they have. It could be. Maybe they just I don't really to... know. Do they I say modesty? it would be modest. <laughs> modesty. It would be modest. It reminds me of the Top Gear episode where he is in um, uh, 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 Liverpool. It's actually Liverpool, but the guy's like, "Oh, it's Liverpool." I'm like, no. Why do they call it the Liver oh. Building then? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's probably because it's not Liverpool. It's Liverpool. That is a very Gosh. very. Very good beer, especially with how balls hot it is outside right now. I actually have a beer as well. Let me figure out what the hell it is. It's in a Bucky's koozie because I'm in Texas. It is a Dallas Blonde. Mm. I'm just imagining Pam Poopy, but okay. Yeah, that's pretty much what it tastes like. <laughs> tastes like Pam Poopy. I just um, have water in assorted coffee mugs. This one's from. The company my work works with during the summer, so soccer shots. They, they gave us coffee mugs for Christmas. That's not for... A good roadmaster. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, what the hell? In, in my in my background, I'm um, I'm looking at uh, Facebook Marketplace for cars. For okay. Back to the fifties, um, and. I found a 1951 Hudson Commodore that is mislisted as a 1951 Buick Roadmaster. It's very modestly priced. It's a uh, three, three-speed manual, inline-six, um, for $8,000 with complete floorboards. Don't do it. It is, it is beige, though. No, it, it, this is a good car. It's, it's Doc from, um, from Cars. It's a great car. I love that car. I haven't seen Cars. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I've been told that that is correct. But it's anyway, that's a good movie. Anyway, I think we should Cars Three is my favorite, but really, Scott said that was bad. Be. Okay, all right. Scott's wrong. Well, like the thing is, maybe it's not that great, but whenever 
I take too much of my anxiety medication. That's all I want to watch. Oh. So it might just be like a, a weird because like everyone I talk to disagrees with me, but no, all my no, students I, love I it. I agree with you. Uh, Cars 2 I is like great. it. It is way better than Cars 2. That's the worst one. Scott just I think Scott doesn't want to admit that Cars 2 is the worst because there's yeah. a 996 911 that's a main character. Sally Carrera? No, no, no. That's yeah. that's the first one. Oh, is she? The second one we don't talk about. Yeah, the second one's trash. that one where I, I think he so agrees that the second one is awful. Yeah, but nobody likes the second one. Okay. They went totally off base with the second one totally and off. they become international spies. Oh, it's for weird. Pete's sake. So it turns yeah, cars into like, spy kids. Great. They, they pretty much mulliganed the second one when they made the third one. Yeah. Okay. The second one well, I'm glad that they got their groove back. Yeah, yeah. it's much better. Um, anyway, we are way too far in the show. We have not talked about Patreon. So we need to plug I, that. And I will gladly handle the Patreon plug, even though my microphone is not great, great. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash carpetrage. What Patreon is, which you will find on that web link that I just described to you, is a, we'll call it a platform for content consumers like you to directly support content producers like us. It just kind of cuts out the middleman. We don't make any money from this podcast, but if you'd like to buy us a beer or even contribute toward the hosting cost, we would greatly appreciate it. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash carbitrage and check out our open-ended options for support that we have. Alright, anyway, back onto the show. Um, the world has changed a lot since our last episode. A lot. Just, just... Mm. Well, a, I mean... a magic wine monster appeared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now you're drinking a wine. I am. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we recorded the last episode, I think, like, right before Minneapolis was lit on fire. I think so, yep. Yeah, we did yeah, it, so. like, it, yeah. it, it was literally the day before. Um... We have, so yeah, we're we're not. That, that's not for us to discuss. I mean, we we need to acknowledge that that's a thing. <clears throat> yeah, we. Um, yeah, it has affected yeah. us certainly, but not yeah. too much. And we're a car podcast, so some yeah, really good podcast. stuff got torched, unfortunately. Yeah. Yes, some of our favorite stores were torched for unbelievable amounts of white supremacist um, things. I never thought I was going to have to do in my life. I did, but here I am. Um, I now have a new anyway. distrust for out-of-state license plates. I'll put it that way. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, there's, like, this wooded area in between some of the houses on Normandale, mm -hmm. and cars tend to pull over there and park there a lot, but I've definitely called everyone in the past two weeks because, I, like, people, it's just an unspoken oh. dumping ground, I guess. But, oh, really? Uh, every time I saw it, I just called it in because I was like, mm, you're white guys throwing stuff into a wooded area and I don't recognize your car. Yeah. After the entire city was burnt down. Like, I think anything, I mean, uh, even a low level of suspicion is pretty suspicious right now. So. I mean, yeah. I called the, pol uh, the police on this guy who was like flying down the freeway on the Chrysler 300 with no visible license plate. Oh, great. And like super tinted windows. In hindsight, I think he might have just bought a new car, and he, you couldn't see the temporary plate through the windows. But the thing is, when you're doing some weird shit, it's like Brian Posehn. Ten Pozain. minutes before curfew. Yeah, it's like mm -hmm. Brian Posehn. You know the giant comedian that's, like, bald, and he's got a beard, and he kind of looks like a serial killer? 
he has a joke about night digging, where he can't go outside and dig in his yard at night because he looks like a serial killer. And the police will just come and fill him full of bullets. I mean... Uh, yeah, do. but why would you be digging in your yard at night? Like, it's really I, nice to have light. That's the point of the joke. It's okay. like yeah, that's something joke, that but... nobody's gonna do, but you think, like, oh, wait, some things I do look a little suspicious. Yeah, like, there are certain things you can't get away with. Like, you yeah. can't go dig holes at night, and that's just something you can't do. <laughs> so but yeah, you're... like, the, not this Friday night, but the Friday of last week, I actually had to board up the door of my school because it's right off of Lake Street in St. Louis Park. Because Lake Street becomes Highway 7. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that was a weird feeling. Put a loaded magazine in my firearm, which normally lives on my night. No, I haven't (laughs) racked it. It's not chambered or anything. But there is a loaded 40. Full 40 caliber magazine in my Glock 23 in my bedroom. So. You had a higher caliber weapon than I did because I just had a 3030 Winchester. I had the I, 22 LR conversion on I my, my gun. Well, I mean, that's much less <laughs> high tech than what I'm dealing with, even though my firearm is basically the design's from like the 40s, so it's really yeah. not high end. But I had the 22 LR conversion set on it because that was the last thing I went to the range on, and out of laziness, I put the 40 top end receiver and magazine back in it because it was already loaded yeah. that's fair that makes sense yeah. anyway i don't intend to use it but there you go no i've i've stuffed away the rifle and i will return it to its home um very soon here fair enough but um yeah so anyway we we live in minnesota if you are new to the podcast we've had to yeah rethink our entire lives but yeah whatever anyway intense. so uh, weird things that have also happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm in this uh, Utah Classic Japanese Cars Facebook group, which is like... That is an incredibly scary. strange sentence. Yeah. I know, right? But anyway, <laughs> it, it's really weird until you think about the fact that JDM Legends is centered out of Utah. And they actually have a really good Classic Japanese Car community there, so I actually joined that group for when I'm writing it to JNC. I get a lot of leads on stories from that. And actually, one of those leads happened, like, day before yesterday. Hmm. I was pooing, and on Jump Facebook as Plopnik. one does. <laughs> yes, as on Facebook as one does. And I saw a picture of... Weird. Yeah, that's incredible. incredible. An early Japanese car with a left-hand drive. That's how they would sell them. Uh, most commonly, that's how they would do it. Um, and so they'd were, have, they, like, different... were they subject to like crash testing and all that kind of stuff, or no? This is before that. This is 1960, dude. Well, I know, but like there were still regulations with 
selling a vehicle in 1960. As long as your headlights were the right size and you had the nipples on them, you're fine. Okay. Like, that's seriously about the end of it. Also, full disclosure, when I kicked over to your web link, I think it had the Discord audio muted. So it's it's back and it has been for some time, but it might have missed just the first, like, ten seconds of what you said. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, this is in Utah junkyard. Um, Anyway... (laughs) This guy, uh, Alexis, who took the photos of it and posted it, he's actively trying to save this car. The owner of the junkyard, I, from what I understand, is on board with saving this as well. It has well. six-bolt wheels. It's super weird. The more you look at this car, the more weird it is. What year is this? Like, 50s? 1960. 1960. Okay. So, but yeah, but it was designed in the 1950s. Um, it's also got, like, a 60-horsepower uh, inline-four. 4400 rpm red line that's has, plenty really oh yeah it's got uh oh look at that engine weird. wow it's is that overhead cam yeah it's super weird so it's a two main overhead cam if i remember correctly it's a two main overhead cam um roller bearing crank like it's super weird how they did all this interesting so it's like a a, a pwc or something where they use Pretty a different much, yeah. bearing yeah, yeah it looks like it's even cross-flow. Is it? It kind of looks like it. Oh, it might be. No, no, that's a reverse flow, because you see that, how low that distributor is? That has to be a... Oh, that's the dizzy. I gotcha. Yeah, so everything's on um, the But, no, it's a really, really cool design, and this honestly, there's a very high likelihood that this could be the last left-hand drive Prince Skyline, like, left in existence. Um... Because even the right-hand drive ones are almost unobtainable in Japan. I like this Fuji Precision Machinery Company Limited. Not Fuji Heavy Industries. Yeah, I'm going to bring up a picture of what this car would look like in its its prime. Um, But they are definitely really rad. Um, I would love this car. This is totally beyond my ability to restore um so i'm helping them try and find a buyer for it uh but if i could ever possibly purchase this car myself and restore it i would love that be the ultimate back to the 50s car um oh yeah i I, agree something like that would be sweet i posted a link to a photo of a perfect one yeah uh in the in the photos but so you can see what i mean like it is identical to a tri-5 chevy just smaller yeah, it's on the scale of, like, a Honda Fit. Also, it's a four-door. Thank God. Yeah, they're really cool. But, I mean, if you compared that to the Beetle in the background, it's about the size of the <laughs> Fit. <laughs> it's, they're really I mean, tall. weird they're scale reference. Cool. It's almost like a banana for scale, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank I you, have... Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, bananas. But that's up. Uh, got... And then my laptop because it was sitting on top of said bananas. I did, um, I did hear that, yeah. Alexis Sorry. sent me some photos of the car as well, personally. Um, the car is definitely not bad by any means. Um, you know, as far as, like, what it could possibly be. It's not great. I mean, you're going to be doing your work. but Yeah, but it doesn't it, look uh, like it's rotten. I mean, I can't say the floors from there, but no, the body it, it, looks it, like it, an Arizona car that just... Yeah. It needs it needs floors, but that's because the windows have been busted out for God knows how long. Well, it looks um, like it needs a rear left door. That got crunched in pretty good. Yeah, and that's the thing is these parts are going to be quite 
literally, I'm not exaggerating, impossible to find. Because um, I've had Ben looking for feelers for any of this shit, and he's like, dude, I'm not finding anything. Even my friends in Japan were, like... But, I mean, the, the old door is still there, and, like, the other stuff is still there, so it could be duplicated, and, like, the latch yes. mechanisms are still there, so... Yeah, so, that like... goes yeah. a long way. And that's kind of why I'm saying, like, this really, like, as far as a project goes, like, this car could be much, much worse. Um, it could be, like, the Bugatti in the lake or something, where, mm-hmm. like, the car was just completely gone, like, in completely unsavable. Uh, I sent a picture of the instrument cluster into the Carbitrage Discord, because um, that was my only way of getting the photo from Facebook private to here. But, um... Uh, I can't, unfortunately, pull that up, just because I'm using Discord for video. Oh, nuts. Uh, oh, shoot, let me think of a way I can do this. <laughs> you want me to do? Hang on one second. What are you going to do, go- Ryan? Explain it I, to me in great detail. I'm going to show you in great de- great detail. I'm going to post the picture on my Facebook wall okay. with no context, and I'm going to send you a link. <laughs> I you don't even need to. I will log into Facebook, and I will find your account, and I'll pull it up. All right, perfect. I just don't even know where I saved this photo yet. Well, in other news, um, one of my villagers told me that they didn't like my dress. They didn't think it was cute, and now I am heartbroken. So, uh, Jan is playing. Uh, I'm logging out. Yeah. I was gonna say, wow, that's a dick thing to say. Yeah, I had to. Neighbor comes by. Yeah. Like your I dress is to... shit. <clears throat> what? what? I hadn't oh. logged on today, and the shop closes at nine, and I realized what time it was, so I had to quick log on before I. Eric, I just uh, I'm posting. This is one of the most mid-century modern instrument clusters I've ever seen. I've oh, never wow. Seen yeah, yeah, Isn't yeah. Isn't that cool? That's actually very avant-garde for the time. Yeah, like this car, like, a lot of people slept on this and how cool the uh, Prince Skylines were. And these have always been one of my favorite Japanese cars ever. Um, I've always said, like, if I could get a like any Japanese car, it would be a Prince Skyline, just because they're so weird. Um, I've seen one in my life. That's actually impressive that you've even seen one, but... Yeah, it, it, well, that was at a... Um, it wasn't one of these, it was one of the Skyline Sports, and that was at uh, JAI, and even that was, like, everybody walked past it, and I couldn't get anybody to, like, pay attention to it. I'm like, no, you don't understand how cool this car is. This well, is, like, the coolest car you've never heard of. Even if I had no idea about its rarity or its story, which I basically didn't until right now, that's still the kind of thing at a car show I would go look at without knowing yeah. anything about it. Yeah, like, what's this weird little car? But, yeah, it's just one of those things. What's this Tri-5? Why is this so <laughs> small? Like, it was, like, it's super cool. It, it, But, I mean, like, to be fair, it was also next to a Hakoska that was freshly restored, and it was in the rarest color. It's like one of forty-three. So, I what color actually was it? It was like a blue gray. It was or? no, it's Safari. The Hagoska. Uh, no, sorry, the the Prince. Oh, the Prince. The one. This in the one is supposed to be blue. Okay. It's supposed to be all blue, um, and then with that you have little white. You have white areas that would be accent marks. So in between this chrome strip, there should be a white accent that goes front and back. Okay. And also note, so this is cool. People say that the um, one of the most notable designs on Skylines is the surf line. Mm-hmm. It's that weird body line that I know you hate that goes that goes right over the rear wheel arch and leads sure to it. Yep. Yeah. 
you look on this card, it has it. It sure does. This is the very first card I ever have the surf line. That's why when the R32 came out without a surf line, people were pissed. And then nobody cares anymore because the yeah. R32 is way better. Fuck. <laughs> 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 <So. laughs> this is one of the weirdest finds I've ever found. Like, hmm. weirdest junkyard finds. So, yeah, that this card needs to be restored and put in the I'm sure somebody will snag it. I mean, if it made it this far, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Especially if the junkyard is like. Uh, yeah, again, if they get that much attention, they're they're not going to crush it, even if, like, somebody can't come up with it right on the, on the spot, so. No, and this guy's, this junkyard dude's a businessman. Like, it need be. I've got $2,000 I'm willing to throw down on this car if I need to, to like, <laughs> oh, save it. So, I will make sure this car is going to... Well, live. somebody save it so Ryan can save his house down payment fund. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Please. Otherwise, I'm the one that's paying for the house and I Entirely. make $17 an hour and have a part-time job. <laughs> anyway, so Eric. I want to talk... Okay, a couple of weeks ago, we kind of finished an episode, and I think I actually went in and started this topic back then, but yeah. we kind of alluded to rental car horror stories, and I think we all have at least one of these things. So I, I went through and typed just a couple of them up, but I mean, this really... Any trip, like I'm on one right now, I'll talk about it a little bit later, and it doesn't even involve a rental car, but no matter what can go wrong, it will. Oh, and with rental car companies, there are so many hidden things. There's just, like, incorrect information. There's deliberately hidden stuff. There's this similar vehicles thing. I just wanted to, like, briefly talk about our experiences with rental cars, and I'd actually really like to hear about our listeners' experiences, too, because I'm sure they have them. Yeah, oh, yeah. But we want to hear them. Yeah, and if you're listening to this on the uh, podcast, um, if you're a patron... Go to uh, our car, our Discord page and let us know in the Discord on your topics. Um, and if you're not, we'll still look at it, but post it on our Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're not, we'll, we'll we'll still take a look at it, but I can't guarantee we'll see it. We'll try our best. But anyway, so, Eric, I'll, I'll kick this thing off. Because you you <laughs> you have you've had a few and. I, as almost anyone that has ever traveled with me, or has been, we'll say in the, like, the top ten text messages of my phone while I travel, will tell you, I basically shouldn't leave the house. Every time yeah. I travel, I run into just unbelievable shit that should, it just shouldn't happen to anyone. And I don't exactly know why that is, but, like, it's, I've come up with, in this particular wheelhouse, a few things that are just like, Really? So, about two years ago, I flew out to San Diego, California to visit a couple of friends and just take some time off. I had not had a vacation in a really long time, so I'm like, screw it. They wanted to see me. I wanted to see San Diego, which I've never seen before, so I'm like, I'll go out there. I will drive north, go into LA, try to do the canyon roads, whatever, have a great time, come back, fly home. So, I went and at some length found a company that had a V6 independent rear suspension, so a pretty new one, an SN650 Mustang convertible. I'm like, nothing special but 300 horse V6, top down. Top down, very important. Yeah. I'm like, great, no problem. I booked it, it said it was, you know, airport pickup. I booked my rate, I booked the number of days. Set off on my trip. I get to the airport, I go outside of the rental car area, 
And there are a bunch of rental car companies and rental cars on site. This was in, like I said, San Diego, California. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I go to the designated area for... I don't even remember what uh, company this was. They all suck, so don't rent a car. Yeah. But a bus pulls up. I'm like, I'm here to pick up a reservation at the airport for blah. And it's like, oh, yeah, get on. So a 10-minute drive later into downtown San Diego, I, I pull up to the rental car place. And the lot is very visible. It only holds, like, 20 cars. Most of it is full of just, like... Nissan Versas and just this garbage that they rent out. Altimas, things like that. Just fleet vehicles. Nowhere in this lot is there a Mustang convertible. I go inside. There's one person working. There are five people queued in line and there are three waiters. There's one car runner handling all of the turnover for the vehicles. So over an hour after I get to the rental car place, I showed up on time for my reservation, which was at like 3.30 p.m., I hand him my phone, which has my reservation. He's like, oh, yeah, this this was ready this morning at like 11.30 and the car got picked up. We just sent it out with somebody else. I'm like, what? The reservation says 40 minutes ago when I got in line here. It's like, yeah, I don't know what happened. I'm like, so what can you do for me? He's like, well, we got these Altimas. I'm like, no, 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 no. I rented a convertible to have some fun on some canyon roads. While we were having this conversation, they took a rental return in. It was a 2018 Jeep Wrangler Unlimited soft top. The guy's like, well, the only convertible I've got is this Wrangler that just came back in, but I haven't had time to process it. I'm like, I will take that because it has a top that goes down as my or similar and that's what he ended up putting it on the bill for but he charged me extra it was an extra $15 a day over the Mustang otherwise he would only let me take an Ultima I'm just like that's ridiculous I tried calling the corporate number for this company no answer nobody no nothing couldn't couldn't take anything and I had I was so frustrated I have no shame with with sending these car companies rental companies out of business. I'm so happy that everything bad in the world is happening to them right now. Yeah, dude, it was... Seriously. I I wanted to be out of there so bad. I can't believe they charged you extra when they gave your car out. Yeah, they they claimed they were in the right, and even though they had the wrong reservation time, and I had a printed confirmation in front of me. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, but the date and time matches. So, I waited another hour roughly from then, and they had... They didn't vacuum it out or anything. We did one very brief walk around, and I got in this this Wrangler Unlimited, which, truth be told, I had a great time in. It was fine. But, I mean, yeah, I paid an extra 45 bucks to drive that thing for three days. So it was fine. It had 940 miles on it when I picked it up. It had 2,000 when I dropped it off. That's hilarious. Good. Um, But anyway, that was was probably my most recent rental story. Pretty much, yeah. Here, give you a, actually I'm, a, I'm a, just to be a palate cleanser i will tell okay. you if you're going to los angeles yeah if you're going to los angeles find that find the lax and you have to rent a car and for some reason you're not using turo i don't know why you're not but if let's say you're not use turo um, yeah use turo if you're not using turo the only rental car company i've ever been happy with is sakura rental yeah car. sakura they are a company car. that um you know we didn't get our the car we had rented for, but they upgraded us with no cost. 
You know, that's nice. Just... At least they seem like they care then if they're but, turning something. Right, so yeah. This is the thing though. This is where they're different. Sakura, uh, they cater to Japanese travelers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like when you when you call them up, the phone not, the phone responds in Japanese, and then you have to press one for English. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty they're cool. For Japanese people. Sure. Yeah, that's pretty so, cool. Like, so, but was... this is the thing. Every car's Japanese, and they're mm-hmm. not just a bunch of Altimas. Because yeah. they're trying to, like, these are people that are coming out of K cars. They're coming well, out of, like, things I was gonna that say, suck. Altimas are also American. Let's be honest. They're made yeah, here. They were designed yeah, here. All... It's mostly yeah, it's... Toyotas, too. And that's why I went with them. Because of so many reserving a car and then ha- having to, like, because like, my, my parents go down to Florida every year. And we have to get a van in order to fit my brother's wheelchair in it. And there's been so many times where they try to put us in an SUV or, you know, similar car. And we're like, right. no, we have to have a van. Like, you don't understand. We need to fit a wheelchair and five people. Like, and so because of this, I when we went to L.A. for the first time, I really did my research and I looked at all the companies and none of them had really good reviews except for Sakura. And Ryan was a lot better at Japanese than he is now. Like, he's still pretty good at it. But... I'm still good. I was conversational back then. So I could yeah, and so, you know, this website was very minimal English, but mm-hmm. enough that I understood what was going on. And when we were there, Ryan heard them talking about, because they just, all the employees spoke Japanese to each other. Like, sure. That was yeah. what they, they, they spoke. They spoke English and, to you, and that was it. Yeah, and... Um, even then, it was very minimal English. And so, like, Ryan was telling me exactly what they were talking about in Japanese. And then when he started replying to Japanese to them, they were, like, really shook. And I very think they, yeah. they're they very excited and then took even better care of us than the rest of the white tourists, which I thought was hilarious. Um, All their negative reviews were from, like, Karens and Patties yeah. that were, like just complaining about stupid things and that's the thing that's what's important with rental cars is you look at the you look at the bad reviews and see mm-hmm. what they're for don't look at the good reviews never yeah, look all no I never look like... at good reviews for anything I don't like, care like see, see what see what they see what they screw up like are they screwing up like you have a you have a special needs family and you yeah. require a van and they try to give you a convertible or are they just like this guy spoke to me in Japanese and didn't speak enough English, I don't understand what's going on. Like, yeah, I'll and that another thing with Sakura was they had very much a Japanese like business model, so when they were taking care of you as a customer it was in like definitely a foreign sort of way to most Americans, because like we, you know, we sat inside while we were waiting for mm-hmm. like to get to the counter, but as soon as they are done with us, they had to sit outside to wait for the car, which, you know, makes sense, but it's not, like, they had an outside waiting area while they are getting your car ready. Right. And that yeah. was what a lot of the complaints were for, being like, oh, I was out in the heat. And like, well, an- another reason that they do that is while they're getting the car ready for you, you can watch them. Yeah. So you, you know they're not just, like, screwing around. Right. Or, you know, smoking weed in the car or something. <laughs> Or trying to, like, like, meet a deadline that isn't, you know, like, you have to use a certain amount of time between when they check in and when you issue them a car for consistency yeah. or something. I mean, believe it or not, that shit exists. No, it's And true. it's like, you're, you're not allowed to get somebody in a car that quickly, even if you can. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and that's, I, that was, like, the best experience I ever had with a rental car. 
yeah that was really nice and they were like really understanding when we were like oh we really wanted a Yaris and they're like we just don't have another one if you wanted to wait this amount of time that's Uh when we'd have another one coming in unfortunately we couldn't wait that time and they were like well here's our options which one do you want okay so they gave us the option of a Sienna or a Corolla okay at the cost of a Yaris yeah which Mind you, the Corolla was another $30 a day, and the Sienna was another $60 a day. And they Damn. offered it to us, yeah, for the price yeah. of the Yaris. It was the best. Like, they were super nice. They spent the entire time apologizing to us. Yeah. I mean, so, as they should. I mean, they screwed up. Yeah, and, like, like, the fact that you're willing to take a, a similar is... Yeah. And, like, they even, like, they were just shouldn't like, happen. Technology is so good. You know what's on your lot, okay? Yeah. And, well, and that's the thing is like the whole point of them not having a Yaris is somebody just didn't return their time. Yeah. And like, which is I get like, that. Yeah, and like, and but the thing is like they took care of us. They offered us everything they could. They even offered to give us a call when it arrived so we could go walk around the area. Uh, they offered like they did everything they could to take care of us. So Sakura is really really awesome. I can't say enough about good things about them. Um, and they were really close to the airport, and they had a personal shuttle. Like, it wasn't just a bus that, like, would arrive at certain times. Like, you straight up, you called them, they sent a shuttle out, and then, Mm -hmm. like, you came back. Sure. So, I would say if for whatever reason you aren't using Turo, let's say, like, you're going on a trip with your parents and your parents don't trust this newfangled thing, you absolutely have to get a rental. Soccer is the only way to go. Turo has its drawbacks, too. I mean, it does have to be said, but... Yeah, Typically, yeah. it's it's there are fewer issues. Yeah, I, I think you're on your list of horror stories, anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah. I, the main reason I put Turo on there, so I went to the 24 Hours of Daytona just before the world shut down, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was I think it was this year even. Um, yeah. so I rented a manual 335i convertible M Sport, which was sweet. Because I needed a BMW to get into the paddock to use my paddock pass to basically avoid hundreds of dollars in parking, which I had already uh, avoided with my my pit pass. And the process, honestly, was pretty good. But the gripe I have is you're basically out either a long-term parking lot parking fee, Mm -hmm. uh, an Uber at least on one of the two ends... And people's uh, car return requirements are sometimes, in my opinion, a little bit unrealistic. Like, in order to return this 335, I had a great time with the car, and I told him it needed a few things that he didn't know about. I even taught him that it had power-folding mirrors. He texted me when I was on the airplane. I was like, how do you fold the mirrors out? I'm like, hit the button, you idiot. Um, (laughs) Anyway, but the thing is, like, I I had to, like, he's like, bring it back washed and vacuumed. I'm like, dude, like, what? Yeah. Like, like he told me where the car wash was nearby, but, like, I had to take an extra 20 minutes to go, like, pay for a car wash and do this, and then I had to go back to this long-term lot, and um, when I dropped it off, there wasn't a charge, but when I picked it up, I did have to pay for, you know, whatever the daily rate of the parking lot was, so, I mean, things like that, I really, I don't want to deal with that. Like, I want to just either be so, picked up in the car, have the car waiting. And yeah, they actually we were... list that on Turo, though. They yeah. do, and I accepted that, and I knew it was going to happen, but this was the first time I had dealt with it. And honestly, 
had I not had to have a BMW, I would have used a rental car company at the airport instead. Just because yeah, being able to walk. walk to my car is way, way, way more appealing. Not having to wash it. Well, yeah. LA at least, because the only time I've ever used Churro was in LA when I, did, when I had that Fiat for JCCS. Mm -hmm. and, Which is awesome. Uh, we yeah, found a really great. awesome owner. Cause, like, was that yeah. that C you had? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. when I was looking, so when we were in LA, we were going to stay in Anaheim because we were going to be commuting to Long Beach every day and we didn't want to stay and pay for our downtown LA hotel when we would be in Long Beach most of the time. So we stayed with sure. family in Anaheim. But the first night I was like, we are not going to make your elderly aunt come pick us up from LAX from Anaheim at like way too late in the night because I had to work that day. Sure. And so I was like, we'll just stay at a hotel in downtown LA where they're used to late check-ins and all this stuff. And plus it'll be like a nice first night. And, you know, we didn't want to pay for, yeah, we didn't want to pay for or I personally didn't want to pay for parking because every hotel in LA, you have to pay for parking. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? We're not going to get a car from the airport. So it was fine because we we're using Turo. But like we, we talked to the guy, we we're like, hey, we're at a hotel next to the airport because they offered airport pickup. Okay. And we we're like, hey, we're not at the airport, but we're really close to the airport. Would you be willing to drop it off there? And he's like, no, but I can drop it off at this place that you can walk to from your hotel room, which was a long-term parking facility. Sure. And it was, it was three walks away. Yeah, and, and it, I think that's, that's the best way to do it, too, because, like, a lot of the time, like, these these people that tour their cars, they've invested on a really nice quality, like, key lock box yeah. with a combination. So, I mean, you can you can make it work. And if it's walkable, fine. And all public transport goes because, like, it's a public transport station to LAX. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that, it was a really convenient spot, and the parking lot specifically had spots for, you know, Turo users, which was really cool and probably right. one of the most uh, unique rental experiences ever. Did Brian just drop out? Oh, you're back. Okay. Yeah. I dropped out. Now I'm back. It was really weird. <laughs> but yeah, and so it was nice being able to drop it off too, because once we dropped it off, we were able to take public transport back to LA. I think that's free. that's smart. I mean, if I was going to do a Turo car, what I would do is I would find a a monthly prepaid parking lot that's near something that has mm -hmm. a shuttle that runs all the time. Yeah. So I could leverage something that's already there to not make people pay extra. I'm like people are willing to walk a little bit more than they're willing to pay more money typically for yeah. something like that because like. If you're doing Turo, typically you you're, you don't want the hassle. But yeah. not, I, I don't know. I mean, with a long-term parking facility, if you pay monthly, you don't have to deal with tickets. You don't have to deal with mm -hmm. um, anything, really. You just you have an RFID tag in your car, and you come and go. You can park it whenever you want. And that's perfect, because the person can you know, come get the car, unlock the lockbox, turn it on, do whatever they're going to do, and then bring it back and leave it. And so, I think that's that's way smarter than having to deal with something that is an airport long-term parking where you will have to pay to get out, even though you can bring it back in for free. Yeah. Is, I so think that's better. My nightmares for car rental stories. Okay. Emily, Emily, I'll give you just one of my... I'm limiting it to two. Um, I'm into it. I'm, I'm going to give you one and you can go with some of your other ones. Um, 
I'm not talking about when I get a car. I have a different. You want a car that you want to have top-down fun in, right? Absolutely. I, I accept that there is no rental car that is going to be acceptably fun under any circumstances. It's always. Uh, and you're fun. you're right. Yeah, I mean, the Mustang for me was like a lesser of evils. And so that's why my philosophy with rental cars is I get the I get the one car I know for a fact I'm gonna love, and that's a Mitsubishi Mirage. But I have a story about a Mitsubishi Mirage and a rental too. So this is the thing, though. They always don't did, have the Mirage. I was gonna say, did you also get or similar out of the Mirage? I got or similar out of the Mirage. So hey, me too. Twice. The first time I got or similar into a Yaris, I actually ended up loving that car, and I might actually buy a Yaris. Yaris is good. No, 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 no. Kazashi. Kazashi. It's going to be a Kazashi, a Yaris, or a Fiat 500. It's going to be one of those three. Those all good are, choices. Yeah, they're all really good cars. And I like the Yaris the most out of that because the Yaris... Damn it. Oh, that was Janet fell out. Yes, not yep. me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am old and this man. Oh, Janet back. I hear, Welcome I back, hear. Janet. But um, the, the Yaris I like because that one's got the most, like, factory performance parts. Mm-hmm. And that's, I like that. I want to get to the dealership and just get a bunch of TRD shit for it, you know? If you're going to rent a car, like, the best possible chance you have of having fun in it is getting the lightest possible vehicle. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. That's just, that is what it is. Easiest to park and most fun to be driven yep. at 70 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And that's Especially be because we tend to travel mostly in states where the cities are densely populated. Like, Parking is a big deal for rental cars, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I and, like I really don't want to park uh, Impala. It's awful. Fuck no, God no. Yeah, especially when we're dealing with Airbnbs in LA, where they don't have parking for you. Like you straight up either have to pay for your parking or get tickets. Um, I I'm not gonna. We lie. ended up getting a ticket, and it was cheaper to keep the ticket than pay for parking. Yeah, I ended up just um, racking up a series of parking tickets in West Hollywood than I was to. <laughs> was to park overnight in a parking structure. That just yeah. shouldn't exist. I, I um, literally, at, at the end of the trip, I just... That's another rental three, car horror story. I took my three tickets, I'm just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> it it would have been, it, it was like, literally, it was like, it was $300 for the three tickets I got. That is or, a lot of money. $500 yeah. for overnight Oh parking. my god! It was literally that. It was $500 for overnight parking, or $300 for three parking tickets. I'm like, three parking tickets. There's Spread. definitely a point the reason... on a vacation where I'm just like, ah, that's it, I'm out. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah like... well, like, the, the reason why was because originally the Airbnb did offer their parking spot, because we the Airbnb was a condo in this really, it was a converted apartment building, mm-hmm. and so they each had, like, a kind of covered parking space, and they used to have that parking space available but for whatever reason, for our trip, they were using it or not allowing it. So, like, we didn't quite know that there wasn't parking available. Even, and because yeah. they're like, there's street parking available, but, like, not during the yeah, time we, we were there. We hope street parking. I don't know about that one. <laughs> like, they do, like, they did alternate streets hmm. based on the days of the, the weeks of the month. It was really weird. Hmm. I didn't understand it. Yeah, so, uh, even parking when there's like a computerized box and a code for the spot name, like I don't trust it ever. 
So I just assume I'm going to get a parking ticket and they're going to have to pay it. And if it's not my car, then I really have to pay it. It's even yeah. just like, it's like a toll pass in a rental car too. I mean, most of the time they handle that really well. I will give them props. They usually handle tolls really well. And they just, they submit an addendum to your, your bill for, usually it's not even marked up. It's just for the tolls you actually racked up. So Yeah, yeah. it's for the actual tolls. It's very nice. That, um, I think people do really well with rental cars, but man. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes, so sometimes we get or similar to something that's okay. Like we do a Sakura. So there are other times where I'm like, I like a Mirage, and they're like, here's an Impala. I'm like, yeah. I've got one better on my Mirage <laughs> or similar story. What did you get? Do you remember two years ago when I flew out on a one-day trip to New York to inspect the Lamborghini Murcielago before we actually paid for it? Yes, I do. Yeah. You really do need a Mirage I, I reserved a Mirage because I just didn't want to park it, and I also mm-hmm. wanted really good fuel economy for the two-hour round trip to go look at that car. Yeah. Do you want to like know what they are similar to me into? They gave you a Tesla S model. Special financing error. Uh, Chrysler 300C. Mm, closer, but no, it was a CUV. Oh, God. Special financing, CUV. Dodge Journey. Yep. Oh, they put a, they, I did not post anything about it because I was so offended by this vehicle. But <laughs> I I got or similar I reserved a Mitsubishi Mirage, a shit you not, and I got or similar into a three point six liter rally spec Dodge Journey. <sighs> I will say the actual rental person at that facility was awesome. Other than the fact that they literally just, they straight didn't, they, she admitted to me, they did not have mirages. They never rented a mirage at that particular location. What? Like, what the hell? Um, I picked it up, and it was one of those things where it had just been dropped off again. Like, I can get you out right now on this if you want. It's a, a similar offering. No additional price. I'm like, fine. But, it, like, it wasn't full on gas. So they, they took it in. It was at five eighths of a tank. They marked it as half, or, like, under or something yeah. like that. I did the two-hour round trip. I forgot to fill it up. Oh and I, I told her. I came inside. I'm like, it was fine. Um, but I forgot to fill it up. She's like, well, what's it at right now? I'm like, it's at a, a quarter of a tank. She's like... She went back, pulled the return form for the last person, and put it as one quarter tank. And then submitted my paperwork, so I didn't get a fee for that. Which wow. was super nice, because they were going to charge eight and a half dollars a gallon for gas. Oh, no. <laughs> That's another thing. That my like $8 when we used to go gallon? out to New Eight Jersey. And a half dollars. Jesus. Yeah, when we used to go out to New Jersey yep. because uh, they you can't manually pump your own grass in New Jersey. When, pumping uh, grass is kind of lame. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but my dad would always forget that, and so we'd go to gas stations and get yelled at for pumping our own gas. But he found out that with this one rental car company because if you include a tip for the person that's pumping your gas like it and it ended up being more expensive so he just turned it like half full and was like yeah pay the the fee and when he did that i looked at him like we had like a bunch of money i was like are we rich now dad like we never do this and he's like i just didn't feel like tipping well he probably did the math yeah yeah especially like full service is kind of annoying like, I'm sure it was yeah. cliche and cool back in the day when you had to have your oil checked every, like, 20 miles mm-hmm. or something like that. But it's like, well, yeah. uh, these Between days... Between that and, like, the toll 
fees and stuff. It was just cheaper to yeah. have, like pay the company whatever they wanted, and like that was the only time my dad's ever done something like that. Because like, yeah, it's a logical like, decision. So yeah, actually, I'm and, in um. <laughs> It's just because shit's crazy out in New Jersey. Like, I, I think it was. 2000... We had to fly into the Newark airport. And... Oh no! Oh, I think no. it was 2010, where me and my dad went to Monterey to go visit Ralph. Mm-hmm. We had another Impala because I just I'm stuck with Impalas for the rest of my life. Um, but I, the gas charge that they had at the at the, the rental, like that threatening gas charge. Yeah. was less than the actual cost of gas. Because well, you remember, like, right in the middle of the recession when they just decided to hike up gas prices? Yeah, yeah I remember see, like, John McCain's the- speech about four ducks a buck for a gallon of gasoline. Yeah, like, like they, they just hiked it up to see what the breaking point was for the American economy, which is actually, I'm not going to lie, scientifically really interesting. But anyway. Um, <laughs> and it was about four nineteen a gallon. That was kind of the limit. Yeah, it, it was, like, right at the peak of that. So in California, like, six bucks. Yeah, um, well, yeah, California is still yeah. in the $3 range. The, it's ridiculous. The, the quote-unquote threatening price that they gave us was like, You'll, we'll charge you $5.10 a gallon. And we're like, that's a dollar less than it actually is. So we ran that tank down to, like, <laughs> empty. And you guys just left it sputtered. idling wherever you went in? Yeah, <laughs> just it was just like, until, until it got to the point which it was sputtering. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, so yeah, that, that kind of, that just, rental companies sucking. Like, yeah. I'm so happy they're all going out of business. Yeah, COVID. seriously, I'm glad they're getting their come off except for what it sounds like, Sakura, and then some people that do really well on, on Turo. Yeah, yeah like, I don't think I don't think I mean? Sakura will go under just because they're specifically for all the Japanese business people that come in, in and out of LA, mm-hmm. and they they're have also the system. Company. Yeah, they have a system just like super tuned, super fine so tuned, yeah. and like well, it's Japanese, of course it is. Yeah, and it's just like they. Uh, I still like when it when we went into um, when I flew back into California. We ended up flying into San Diego, but if we would have flown into LA, would have made my parents rent from Sakura. But unfortunately, yeah. they didn't listen to me. And we well, I'm sure they're not available at every uh, airport. But yeah, like a coastal no, international just, airport. Yeah, when you go to Sakura rentacar um their website gives you the choice for continuing Japanese first before it gives you the choice for continuing English. I uh, think they only have stuff. three different locations in the U.S. and they're both two I'll of put them it on the stream LA. here. Yeah, it's a really great service. Like, I can't say enough about it. I, people are think this is a paid ad, but see what I mean? Like, it's super Japanese. Yep. I should, in fact, I want to go back to the Japanese site. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. <laughs> oh, dude, it is so broken. The responsive design is just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they have Mustang they... convertibles, and I bet they wouldn't, or similar to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, they wouldn't. Uh, and they, they have they, two like, different... Do... They have, like, um, you know, their basic Toyotas, and then they have, like, a luxury car dealership. Sure. Car service. Well, so I will definitely have... keep them in mind next time I rent a car, because I went to the point yeah. now where I'm just like, I would pay so much extra money just to not have to mess with anything. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's like, that's why we paid for them, like you definitely pay a little bit more, except for their base models, like the, the Yaris and stuff, right, they're cheaper, but. So they have, they have three locations in the United States, but I feel like, I feel like I found like their actual website, I think they actually have more, 
like outside of America that you they just like do. don't see. They have a lot more outside. outside. I was gonna say it's very likely they have yeah all the other countries, America. possibly English or Japanese speaking. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I, if I remember correctly, like when I was looking at them, I think they have like a bunch of stuff on like throughout Asia, like, like Macau and stuff like that. Yeah. Hmm. So, if I, I just can't remember exactly where I found but all yeah, that. If you go traveling, hit me up. I'll find you the most interesting places to. Oh yeah, there we go. go Deal. Okay. Yeah. Actually, if you go to, if you go to hotwire.com, it will show you their what their because so they're like Maybashi and which is in Gunma. Which is where initial D takes place. So I imagine it's just nothing but A86s that you get to rent there. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah. So Sakura is actually really big in Japan, so they're probably fine. So, oh my god. Um, <laughs> I don't know really this, big this in Japan. They've got a lot. Of, oh my god. Yeah, they're all over Japan. Um, Weird. So a company they're... called Sakura Rental Car is big in Japan. They're, they're, they're yeah, much, right. They're like the Hertz of Japan. I just found hopefully that out. much better though, because Hertz sucks. Yes. Much well, I mean, like, as far as size. So nice. Right, right. I knew what you meant now. It's just being obtuse. But, um, well, here, before we end out the episode, I'm going to give you my worst nightmare story of okay. car rental. Sure. Uh, this would be when we, when Jana and my family went to Alabama to oh my go God. to my uh, granny's uh, funeral. I remember and this. Don't, don't I people. wasn't involved in this because I was smart and I flew in later than everyone else. But, boy, howdy. My mother, she was so busy trying to figure everything out with the funeral and everything. She's like, can you help me with the rental car? I go, sure, like an idiot. And we rent from, was it Ace Rent-A-Car, honey? Or was that Hertz? Uh, I know it was I Hertz. It was Hertz. I don't know. Um, they I wasn't involved Hertz in rent, rent a car. And I put the reservation under my name with my mother's credit card. Oh, God, yeah. Her, and she was behind me. And the lady that worked at uh, Atlanta International Airport, um, she's like, the name on that card needs to match the name on the reservation. And I said, why did the website let me put two different names then? Seriously. Like, she wouldn't yeah, give me the card. Do the and thing with Brian a billion and I have done this many my mom times. Had, my mom had two forms of ID. She had her best buy like corporate ID and her like which I'm sure was a picture ID. ID yeah yeah it was a picture ID she had her insurance that said her name and my name Onyx for some reason and so probably cool. address yeah and their address which matched and then my dad also vouched for her we had the entire like damn family in there and they still wouldn't give us a car so I decided uh, because I was so ass mad about this and there's now a massive line forming and they wouldn't give me my effing car um, I was going to sit in line and call the booth next to them. You know, I would love to actually travel with you, Ryan, because if you got into a problem that I run into all the time during travel, I guarantee it would be corrected. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. This, this was corrected immediately because I called Ace Rent-A-Car. Especially when I'm with him because it's good cop, bad cop. Like, yeah. I'm a wonderful bad Midwest sweetheart being like, I'm so sorry. I understand it's difficult for you. And he's like yelling at them being like, you're not going to get away with this. He's going full Karen. Anyway, what I did was I called the booth next to them. um, And I rented a car. I go, hi, do you have any cars available? They go, yes, we do. I said, wonderful. I was just at her. Weren't you making this call from the line? Yes. I was was talking to the person directly (laughs) like on the phone. And so she was just going through things because she has, like, their calls are recorded. So she had to, like, go through all the steps. And I was being very nice with her. Sure. And I paid for it. 
with my name and everything, got all that done, it was good. And I put my phone down and I looked at the lady at Hertz, my is in Georgia, and I put my hand on the table very politely and I go, bless your heart. And I walked over and she looked like she, she was so red in the face, I thought she was going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> she was beside herself. What <laughs> you should have done your, when you made this reservation next door, you should have put it in your mother's name, too. <laughs> just to... <laughs> just to rub it in. Just to oh, really rub it in. Oh, I actually, before I said bless your heart and left, I also left her a bad review while I was standing in line just to make that whole transaction take a little bit longer. Good on you, Ryan Snitsky. Good on you. And and then ending it with bless your heart in Southern is... Oh, yeah. That is is a F-U in in Southern is That is is the F-U and then every... Every word that you could ever say to somebody that's bad all at once. That's yep. basically saying bless your heart, that's dueling words. Oh, I mean, again, it depends on context, but if it's not at a family event or with family, it means that. Yeah. Like, it is a yeah, really if, huge insult when you're not family. <laughs> yeah, if, if yeah. you're not family, yeah, th- those are dueling words, especially in the way that I used it. And I knew damn well what I was saying. And I looked her in the eye when I said that. And she was... I honestly thought this old, this Bless this fat lady was just like shaking and her beetle wings are flapping. She was so mad. Well, and like, what was even more unsettling about that is Ryan and I have put the name in, like, underneath my name and used his credit card, vice versa, mm-hmm. all the time with this specific company. I don't remember. Yeah, the if name it of takes it. the reservation, it's usually fine. But yeah, so like him and I have done it so many times. So like while I was at work, I got a call yeah, being like, done it. "Did we happen to put it underneath your name? Like, what's? Did you pay?" And I was like, "No." Right. No, it's it's, it's like, a question. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not finding it. Could it be under another name? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah actually, it could be. Here you go. Oh, no problem. Found it right here. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, Why was... isn't it like that then? Oh, and but then we had to go through now. another whole ordeal because we had to take it over state lines. Oh, that's tricky. Yeah, that yeah I usually I just lie about that. Another benefit about Turo, and yeah, just lie. Yeah, just lie about it. Anyway. Well, his parents didn't know how to lie about that. Yeah, so. my, my parents, I don't know how I've made this line. But anyway, we should um, end this episode out. Did you have a uh, final nightmare that you talked about? Or did you have uh, I'll, you know, I'll save it for next week. I mean, I mentioned... Wait, this one's just running your, a little bit long, your, but I this, like this I said, one's I, your car, so yeah. So I, I'm in Texas right now. I made it. Um, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's make this a cliffhanger. Next I um, I'm not in the vehicle that I left my house in. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll, st- we'll say that. Now. <laughs> so we'll talk to you about it next week. But it's it's a story. I tell you, it it goes perfectly with my travel experiences by and large. It's just, man, I should stay at home. <laughs> you really should. This is what happens when you break quarantine. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to grab our beer, and then we'll start the next episode, okay? Toodaloo. I don't have time for another episode today. <laughs>